0: Welcome in everybody to betting pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zipia, and it's week six. It's Friday. You know what that means? It's time to talk about some props. Of course, we can't do that without the prop profit. Andrew Erickson is here. There may or may not be a t-shirt on the way. Uh, well, I don't know how you got a t-shirt in this place before I got a t-shirt, but whatever. We'll have a HR meeting about that later next week, perhaps, but also helping us Sort through the props for week six in the NFL back again from the volume network moneyline. Monaco, Alex Monaco back again, uh, Monaco, you are a charger fan. We know this from spending time with you yesterday on the show, Joe Ranieri. There you go. Representing yesterday on the show, uh, Joe Ranieri was talking about the best bet of the week is to bet the chargers on the money line for the first half of that game. And then wait to see what the number is for the Dallas Cowboys and take the plus money there for the win. Uh,
1: live during the game. Do you endorse that message, Alex? You know, Joe, I've seen, first off, thanks for having me again, Erickson, as well. I I just, I'm so, so Cal. I think I'm New York numb with walking around Manhattan and I'm really just so Cal soft when it comes to being able to understand this Chargers team with Staley. 13 one score games they've lost. Again, I love the prep of an extra week off a bye at home primetime, there are some trends that support the Chargers. I mean, to Ranieri's point, I'd probably go first half. I I can't see a world where the Cowboys, and I might flip-flop nine times on this game, but I can't (laughs) see a world where the Cowboys, you know, Cowherd's got that theory. You get the brakes beat off you on Natty TV. You're humbled. You're embarrassed. You come back a little tightened up. The Chargers are just that team that wins games. They're not supposed to and loses games. They're supposed to win. So, all that to say, if I were to take anything, I would tail the first half because they're probably going to blow it down the stretch and you'll probably get some good plus money on the Cowboys live. There you go. So Cal soft. but it looks like
0: we got a hard line there on the money line for the uh, Chargers in the first half. I've already bet it. I told Raniere right after the show. I went right for it. Andrew Erickson, Thursday night football last night. Uh, if you were watching our live stream or if you were in our Discord at fantasypros.com slash chat and join betting pros there, uh, I popped in there to let everybody know that the uh, the number had changed to 17 and a half. And uh, I was like, you better jump on this bad boy because there's no way the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are pulling away by that extent. And of course they did not. Uh, it was 10 and a half uh, was a spread. 10 is it ended up being there. So the half really uh, screwed myself and Monaco on that one. However, if you were smart enough to go in the 17 when it did. But for you, uh, Andrew Erickson, as you're sitting around on Sunday, how important is the live betting aspect for you been this year?
2: Well, I think that if you are... You know, the luxury of watching specifically one game, you know, if you're not just like tuned into red zone, um, you get a better understanding of like how the flow of the game is going. Like you're seeing how the teams like who's winning at the line of scrimmage. Like you can clearly tell and it may not necessarily reflect in the actual statistical numbers because there could be holding penalties. There could be things that are causing why this team is scoring. Oh, they keep getting turnovers in the red zone. And that's why they keep scoring. But they're not moving the ball in between the 20s. Like stuff like that is really important. No. And then when you know a team is dead in the water, like watching the Chiefs last night. It's like, dude, they're they're not going to move the ball. Like, this is just not their night offensively to move the ball. Like, last week, I liked the Patriots, but then I realized this is not going anywhere, and I, I bet Saints plus 27 and a half, which I never thought I would ever do. But I did because I was like, I'm watching this game. like, okay, like, what's the live line? It's like, the Patriots can't score. They can't get out of their own way. So, plus 27 and a half it is. <laughs> so, yeah, go. I think that there is an advantage if you are tuned into one specific game to keep an eye on the lines as things kind of update as plays Mm -hmm. are going on and be like, I think there's some value here. So yeah, definitely something to pay attention to.
0: And speaking of keeping your eyes on the lines, make sure that you are setting those game notifications again, with the line alerts over on betting pros, you can set those and monitor the game lines as they move the next few days, or even during the game as well. So stay on top of everything with the betting pros app. All right, let's kick things off here for the props for week six, Alex Monaco. You're our guest. So let's start things off with you. What do you have for the people?
1: I'm going to go philosophy here on an NBA diva play here in the NFL, gentlemen. I love players in the NBA going against their ex, and we have a brilliant one. And we're getting plus money wherever you shop. I'm taking Minchu Magic on the road at his old home that originally believed in him in Jacksonville. I'm, I'm taking one and a half touchdowns over to the Jacksonville Bank all day. Here's the thing. He hasn't really given us a sun up to sundown game because he's the best relief pitcher in the NFL. He's coming out of the bullpen. It's, it's not statistically a number that you love because he's got two tugs on the year, but you look at how he danced against the Ravens. He threw the ball 44 times, 227 in a tutty, and then the other start where he had a little more rhythm, 19 for 23 in a tug, but this is a top seven Jacksonville run D. And so you look at last week where on Jonathan Taylor signing day, Zach Moss goes ballistic. And, you know, that kind of chews up a little bit of the passing stats. I like the value coupled with the the storyline and the fact that if the Colts are going to go in, I do like them plus four in this game and win the game. I don't think they do it on the ground. I think they do it in the air. All that to say, you know, Josh Allen, you look at the splits from passing to rushing. In London, which I don't know what they were thinking, like a bunch of frat boys showing up on a Friday for a Sunday game, like it's a long weekend across the pond. Made no sense there. All that to say, Jacksonville is susceptible in the pass game. I like the value. I like the versus the X. I'll take the shot here at Minshew going for two titties. Agreed. I
0: like the numbers on Pittman and Downs you're getting as well. Andrew Erickson, let's go to you for one of your favorite prop bets for week six. What do you
2: have? I'm going to Devonta Smith over four and a half receptions. You can get this at plus money at BetMGM. Look, I'm just you get, we're getting back in the car, Joe. We're getting back into narrative street here. And the Eagles just feature whatever guy doesn't get the ball the week before. Because every, every, every week on the sideline, someone's like, AJ Brown's not getting the ball. Dallas Goddard's not getting the ball. And what happens next week? They get the ball because the Eagles are going to score points. It's just a matter of, right. Like, who are we going to decide has the big game today? And the way that the matchup just shapes shapes up to be is, all right, Sauce Gardner's probably going to be more on A.J. Brown. Makes sense. He's their number one. So what does that mean? Devonta Smith is going to get the softer looks, and that means... He's going to get the ball. So the only reason Smith doesn't ever produce in games is just because the other guys producing games. So I think this is an advantage to get some plus money. Um, he's obviously coming off a game where he wasn't involved, but we've seen him put up monster games when he's the featured piece. I just think this matchup is a Devonta Smith game.
0: Yeah, uh, certainly good uh, reasoning behind that. All right, back to you, Alex Monaco. Give us another potential prop bet you're in on for Week Six.
1: Uh, we're going across the pond, Joe. We're going to this Ravens bounce back spot. I'm laying the four <laughs> in a gross game. I would never lay the four because Titans Ravens <laughs> feels like it's 2000, 2003 iPhone iPhone form formation when they play. But all that to say, seven drops was the storyline in the Ravens game last week. We know about the the gift that Lamar gave the, the Steelers there on that Odell who needs to maybe go play with his kids at this point if he's not going to jump for a jump ball. All that to say, I'm looking at Zay Flowers here, over 56 and a half receiving on DraftKings. Now, he does lead the team with 63, but he's off a season high of targets and double digit which I love. And this is a guy that's got a high yards per catch, really coming from college into the league, a high yards per catch. I mean, you look at some of the the long catches he's had. He's had an over 50 yard catch. He's had a 43-yard catch. Reception-wise, no particular order. Three, four, five, eight, nine. I, I think he's going to get the looks. Again, the Titans, we'll see. Simmons little banged up tart little banged up we'll see if they both go if one of them goes all that to say Titans have a much better run D than they do a pasty bottom 10 pasty I believe Derek Carr went over 300 yards once this year and it was only against the Titans I think this is a statement game and unlike the Bills showing up on Friday Johnny Harbaugh got over there on Monday this is a dialed in team that has not lost back-to-back games with Lamar in two years I'm going to take this spot for Zay. I think he is the wide receiver of emphasis today uh, on Sunday in London town. I
0: like it. Uh, And Zay's just got to hold on to the football along with the rest of the Ravens. That was a a horrendous, by the way, just for the record, 2003 Madden. I was running the hell out of that power. eye. I was dominating that piece
1: back in the day
0: on the PS2. Let's go. All right. Andrew Erickson, that's a PlayStation 2. I know, you know, just for those of you, I know you're younger. I don't know if you. What was your first video game system, Erickson? What was it?
2: I my parents had a Nintendo, so I played that when I was very young, but I, the one I grew up most playing was the Nintendo. Like a regular
0: old-school Nintendo they yes. had? Yes. Yeah, oh they wow. Had they Not had even one. the Super Variety. No, All
2: right. right. That, I know that one like just like I like skipped over that one. I never really played the Super Nintendo, so I I played the Genesis a little bit. Um and, but the one that I called my own was the N64. Like that's that's what I played. No, okay.
0: That was that was your you. See, this yeah. is, you know, I've known you all these years, and these are important things to still yeah. get to know about <laughs> you. All right. Let's get to know another one of your props for this week, Erickson. What do you have? Going to the Browns 49ers game, which oh, I, I, mean, I don't know how much fun this is going to be <laughs> Man, to watch. I'm so happy but... <laughs> I got locked in that five on Sunday night. Ooh, wee. <laughs> let's go. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. Speaking of how bad that Titans defense is, you know, that's the last time we saw Deshaun Watson play a good football game was against the Titans. And who knows when we'll see him ever again. But. When it comes to the Browns offense, uh, Jerome Ford is going to get the start again in the running back. Uh, His prop is at 35 and a half rushing yards, and I think it's still too high. Uh, The 49ers are allowing the lowest rushing yards per game to running backs at 43, uh, 43 rushing yards per game. And Jerome Ford ranks second last or actually last in the NFL in rushing success rate. He's had that he had that one big run against the Steelers when Nick Chubb got hurt. And has done pretty much nothing since that moment in time. So the fact that he's posted totals of 18 yards, 26 yards in his two starts, like as the guy, I I mean, why are we expecting him to then? Oh, he's going to come out out of the bye week. He's going to be so much better. This team's going to run the football against the 49ers with a backup quarterback with PJ Walker. We saw PJ Walker play for Carolina. So I'm playing the XFL. He was good in the XFL. That's but, uh, this right. This is yeah. this ain't no XFL Dominating. defense. This is the 49ers no. defense no, with a lot of guys that are going to cause problems <laughs> for them. So even though at home, I'm just taking the under on Jerome Ford.
0: I know what people are thinking. They're thinking, oh, 35, that's low. That's gross. Nope. I'm with Erickson it's the under two I think this is going to be a bloodbath. like I said I'm just giddy this is why yes yeah, stay with us on Mondays for the look ahead show we take a look at these early lines I lost my mind about this I was like how in the world is this at minus five did we not watch what happened on national television as Monaco was talking about these national televised games did we not see the full force of the 49ers and how they're gonna go up? I don't care how good the Browns defense is I don't care it's not that good it's not good enough to stop what they're doing uh yeah. Now, what is it? I think it's like 10. I'm pretty sure. Right, oh, Monica. There's, I'm pretty sure
2: there's a, there's a lot of people backing the uh, uh, yeah. the Jim Schwartz narrative against Kyle Shanahan. Like you look at I... like defensively, like he has been able to hold and like the weather like plays heavily into the Browns. Like if they can keep this game close, because it's like they want the game to be gross. Like they need it to be bad weather. they need it to be gross <laughs> but uh we'll
0: see what happens there monaco let's get to you for another one before we do everybody just a reminder if you're watching the show on youtube and again you should be make sure you drop a comment below make sure you subscribe to the betting pros channel because you just might win an odell beckham junior jersey that's right we're giving this bad boy away for free just click that bell for notifications so you know every time a piece of content drops you're on the channel and if you are the big winner again subscribe drop a comment. And the OBJ jersey could be yours. He's actually going to be on the field this week. So there you go. It's because I called him out on Monday and I said, we're giving this jersey away because he doesn't need it. And now he's like, you know what, Joe? Screw you. I'm going to play. So, uh, Monaco, let's get to you for number three on your list for week six. What do you got?
1: I love it. I'm going to go with the nicest dad in the NFL who probably voluntarily tucks in his shirt on a Sunday while he's barbecuing with the family. I'm i back in Kirk Cousins, but I'm back in a lad in Jordan Addison with no Justin Jefferson to really step up. He too, kind of like Zay was a big yards per catch guy at USC, but you look at cousins and this offense, I'm, I'm tired of the slander, Joe Erickson. I'm tired of, Everyone blaming this guy, and and I said this the other day not to go too far off the rails, but he's a 35-year-old, and his head coach is a 38-year-old. That's a senior and a freshman on campus. Are you respecting in the locker room a guy that's less than 1,000 days older than you? I think we got a real problem where we need somebody to say something with their chest. All that to say, I think it happens in the past game in a big way. I love the Vikings this weekend. Look, the Bears are a bottom two pasty, giving up damn near 300. I look at the targets, the volume. The yards per catch. I factor it all in with Addison. He's got three tugs in five weeks. I don't hate that value as well, but I mean, Kirk's top three right now in passing yards. This is a Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson list offense. They're going to have to look to somebody. I actually like Osborne as well. I kind of flirted with both, but I mean, three of the last four weeks, he's got double digit yards per catch outings. I-, I like his chance here to go over 51 a half. a humble number where it just could be a gross NFC North game. In true Bears Vikings fashion, but I think Addison eats. any concern at all with the weather and the elements in that one. Just A out little of bit, but you know Addison's speedy, he's shifty. I think mm-hmm. in those games, you know we all played tackle football growing up with no pads in middle school. It oh, was sure always
0: did. the it was always <laughs> some the, of us in college. <laughs> it was always the guys that are a little. How do you think I got this rent? nose, Monaco? What's that?
1: How do you think I got this nose? <laughs> I love it. No, yeah, weather's absolutely a factor, but I mean, the team that hasn't had a rushing touchdown all year. So, I, I, right. although they're gonna score, they're gonna move the football. Yeah, weather's a huge factor. I, I still think this is this is a guy in Addison that is gonna cook. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start him in a couple of fantasy leagues as well. So I got high hopes for him this week. I agree,
0: too. I'm another one I'm in on, too. So far, you guys are crushing it. But the uh, the 51 and a half is a small enough number, too, because he's explosive. He could get his, you know, on one play. That secondary is not good uh, for the Bears, too. And they've had injuries on that front, too. All right, let's get back to you, Andrew Erickson. Number three on your
2: list for week six. Ramondre Stevenson, over 12 and a half carries. You get this one at plus even odds. So I like, look, the Patriots have to run the football. Like, that's how (laughs) the only way they're going to move the ball. Do they know that? Do they know that they do, but it's hard to run the ball when you look up and they're already down two touchdowns (laughs) because Mac Jones threw another pick six.
0: (laughs) Sometimes I look up and they're down four. It's amazing how fast I can look down and up again. They
2: weren't behind in from the beginning was against the Jets. And what did they do in that game? Mm. They ran the ball with Ramondre and with Zeke Elliott and and they won that game. So that's their formula for success on offense. And it's about their best guy. And that's Ramondre Stevenson. He was on the injury report last week and then he had the lowest carries of the season. He's not on the injury report this week. He's going to get fed. The Raiders have a bad run defense. They're facing 30 carries per game on defense. Like, it's not that hard for Belichick to, this is the game plan. Give the ball to Ramondre. Let him make plays. So I think if if you're hesitant on how bad he has been efficiency, you don't want to bet the rushing yards. That's fine. But bet the carries because he's had at least 12 carries in every single game except for last week when things obviously got off the rails. So uh, I think this is a sharp bet here. Very okay, let's
0: go back to you, Andrew. Uh, excuse me, uh, Alex Monaco. Give me another one of your pets for Week Six.
1: Not super glamorous, uh, but I'm looking at Kyron Williams here off a humble game, and you know, albeit against the number one Philly Rundy giving up 61. He ran hard on 4.1, 13 for thir- for 53. He only has one hundred yard game, but I'm looking at Arizona. You know, coming off one heck of an L, where. Mixon put up a humble 81, but you look at the the track record here. Last few weeks, C-Mac went for over 100. Pollard went for over 120. Even Daniel Jones hit a 59-piece with Saquon to complement with 63. I'm looking at this game. I think to me, yes, they could air it out with Matty Staff. I think it's actually maybe a little more of a ball control, time of possession approach for McVay. Seven's a big number. All that to say... Kyron, I think he gets the volume. I think he gets the yard 65 and a half at home against, again, a a bottom 10 run D that I think is not going to be able to handle. I mean, Williams, to me, embodies those OO running backs. He's got a ton of physicality. I don't look at Arizona as a super physical defense. And I I just think game plan wise, let's not forget, you know, McVay does like to run the ball to set up the play action. You got cut back out there. I think we can achieve a little 66 piece coming off the best run d in the league i like this spot uh, versus soft arizona defense
0: now don't forget everybody as you're making your picks make sure you're not only utilizing the betting pros app but also joining our nfl contest bettingpros.com nfl contest it's free to join you don't even have to have wagering viable in the state that you live just make your picks log them in there pick five a week and you can win fabulous prizes like a Jackson Smith and Jigba autographed Jersey. We're giving away also weekly prizes, monthly prizes. We're doing upgrades to fantasy pros and betting pros premium. We're doing uh, hats and t-shirts and fun stuff from our betting pros and fantasy pros swag shops. Get that, Maybe get that big pot energy shirt here that I hear is coming down the run. Again, Erickson gets a shirt. I don't get a shirt. I don't know what the hell's going on here. But uh regardless, if you have the Betting Pros app, join that community tab right now. Click on that, go to NFL Contest and join, or just go to bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. Erickson back to you with another prop for week six. What do you have
2: going? Zach Moss under 45 and a half rushing yards. So okay. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I guess this is like a contrarian play on Zach Moss. Like I'm lower lowering him on in fantasy. I want to bet the under. I know that he, I mean, the guys run harder than the sun the last four weeks, stepping in for Jonathan Taylor. I mean, the dude has been an absolute monster. He's like covered in butter. Guys cannot tackle him. Titans defense. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Zach Moss. Have you met Zach Moss? So the thing is I, I I think he's still being viewed like he's going to be the starter this week. And yes, he's I think he's carved out a big enough role with his performance to play and be involved, but they still pay Jonathan Taylor. Like, so the fact that I don't feel confident about the amount of volume that Zach Moss is going to get in this particular matchup against Jacksonville, which I think is another tough matchup looking at the Jaguars run defense. What did the bills do last week? They rushed for negative yards. So Jaguars are top five and fewest rushing yards allowed per game. Eighth and expected points added against the run. So I just think that this is where the streak kind of comes to an end for Zach Moss. And I know that he ripped off those big runs against the Titans, but we talked about it a little bit earlier. Titans were injured on their defensive line. That wasn't the same unit that's always been shutting people out. So I think people are looking at it as like, oh, well, he did against the Titans. He do it against anybody. Uh, don't be so sure. Because I think that this particular Jaguars front, is really fierce and maybe even better than the Titans. So.
0: All right. So there you have it. Zach Moss, the worm's going to turn now. So now we go to the other side of the split for Zach Moss. All right. Uh, one more for each of the guys and we're going to get to our anytime touchdown calls. I know this is something with Logan Thomas here, Monaco, that, uh, Erickson was very in on, but he was
1: late to the sheet. You were there first, and so you get to talk about it. Yeah, I love squad riding on the way out here. Last prop, best prop. That's good I, though. Look, off, off. Obviously, a, a double digit target game last week just imposed as well. He's a physical dude and sneaky athleticism. He's been banged up in his career, but nine catches, seventy seven, and a tutty. And I'm big on looking at you know Yahoo, ESPN. Who's picking up glue roster wise? This dude went. From 15% owned in Yahoo to 55 in a cup of coffee in a New York minute. So I take that. I look at last week. I look at how Atlanta's played tight ends in the last three weeks. I mean, look at Dalton Schultz. He had a coming out party last week, 7 for 65 in a tutty. Ingram in London went for 7 for 59. And Laporta still feasting against this Atlanta DA for 84 in a tutty. So Atlanta is a pretty stingy pasty and actually pretty good defensively points per game wise doesn't look like they play tight ends that well i'm seeing green on yahoo i'm seeing green for erickson and i'm going over 36 and a half
2: there you go uh, anything to add on that
1: because i know you were in on that too erickson
2: no i think it's perfect and i think we're starting to see eric Bieniemy's offense you know this is around tight ends like logan this isn't a flash in the pan for logan thomas thomas has been productive when he's been healthy and this is a different offense than it's been in a couple of years so i think that they're going to continue to feature logan thomas especially in the red zone so i like the call
0: Okay. Uh Erickson, one more for you. It's uh one of the Chargers wide receivers. So here you go, Monaco. Let's go. Erickson, which one is it?
2: Going to Monday Night Football, I'm going under on Josh Palmer, under 53 and a half receiving yards. And I feel bad because I hit a parlay with Josh Palmer over 2 weeks ago because he caught that 51-yard dart from Justin Herbert, but little did I know that He had done pretty much nothing the entire game up to that point. He had two catches for 26 yards through 59 minutes of gameplay. Now, I know that we're throwing the ball nearly as much, but at the same time, like, don't be fooled by the three catches for 77 yards. Like, it literally all came on that final play to seal victory for the Chargers against the Raiders. And I don't like this matchup against Dallas. Third fewest receiving yards allowed overall to wide receivers. Second lowest catch rate. I think Josh Palmer is okay. Like, he's an okay wide receiver. not going to call him a jag because... That's insulting because we're not doing that anymore. I think that Josh Palmer is a good receiver, but I don't think that he's elite or great. I think that he would struggle in this potential particular matchup. And what worries me from him from a target perspective is Austin Eckler's back. Eckler's going to get his targets in this offense. Quinton Johnson, rookie wide receiver after the bye week, I would expect that they have a bigger plan in place for him. So Josh Palmer operating on the outside just doesn't really set up well for, unless he catches like another long pass. I I don't think that he's going to hit 53 and how I just think the numbers honestly just too high. I really think it should be more around the forties. And if you look at the projections that we have on betting pros, uh, prop cheat sheet, it's like around like 42 receiving yards is projection. So I'm taking the under,
0: yeah, uh, certainly makes a lot of sense. There are lots of good, uh, good logic behind all of that. Let's get to our anytime touchdown calls. And, uh, certainly it was a good rebound last week for the Cincinnati Bengals. And it feels like Monaco, you want to keep those good feelings going.
1: Look, I. this is a heat check on a Saturday morning pickup game at the Y, Joe. I, I mean, he's, he's got <laughs> – he, he's draining it from three. We just got to feed the big guy. I mean, you go 19 targets, you catch 15 of them, you go for 192, three tutties, and we don't even know about Higgins. Is he playing? Is he not? All that to say – I mean, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton threw for 350 and put up 37 against this defense. I know Monday night's in our noggin. We all think that double-digit sack game, this is a really physical Seattle defense. It it isn't in the secondary. Uh, they, They have been cooked, bottom 10 pasty, everywhere you look. The secondary has been banged up, but already four different receivers have hit 100 yards to start the season. That doesn't even include the Monday night game. All that to say, again, Heat check moment. It's minus one ten on DraftKings. I will fall asleep and be okay losing some some shekels on him, Chase, if he goes cold. But I think he's getting some cash back there. A little B minus dad pun. Chase, get the <laughs> get the credit card sponsorship. Inked while you're hot or at least make a call yeah, to seven. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. How is no, how has that not happened doing? yet already? Come on. Uh, can I
0: can I interest you in the two touchdowns at plus six fifty on Fanduel? I mean Higgins is That's out. Awesome. I'm I'm definitely gonna take a peek. I like that one. I like that one a lot. I think you can go for two scores, Aaron. You bring up a great point, too. That Seattle secondary is not good. Joe Burrow and Chase are going to
1: be chalk this week. And you know what? I'm here for it. That's I'm the good chalk scores I'm and, concerned. And Also, might I say, you know football psychology. They got the bye coming up. So, just get sure. to three and three. Then you got a week off to Larry but This Davis. is what they do every
0: year. They what start they out year. terrible in September. I,
1: I call the Bengals an NBA team. They go on runs. It just takes a week to get the, get yeah. the points back. Great. Team my number my one bet of the week on my top 10 bets video here on the channel was
0: bet the Cincinnati Bengals at plus 500 to win this division I'll because it. it's watch. at plus five right now and if they win this week you're not gonna see that number again I'll tell you right now with the way the Ravens have looked or the way the Steelers have looked with the Browns disintegrating in front of our eyes everybody if you haven't seen that video I get a whole monologue on it but go watch that go check it out on the YouTube channel of betting pros because I'm telling you this is it this is the last time you're going to see that number it's going to go away it's going to be plus 350 or probably plus 300 after they win this week uh, what's it like, by the way, being around two uh, Italians just yelling back and forth? Erickson, is this comfortable for you? Or I'm, no.
2: I'm having a blast. You love it, you it?
1: <laughs> like season one of the Bear that one or see that that throat. Hey cousin, cut. hey cousin, how many props you got, cuz <laughs> How you doing?
2: Uh, I'm like, are... wait, are they actually cousins? Why does it keep calling you that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Erickson, let's get to uh, your touchdown call of the week,
2: Erickson. What do you got for the people? I mean, I can't think of a better way to start my Sunday morning with a cup of coffee and a Zay Flowers. Touchdown. That's what I'm there looking forward to waking up to. So, Zay Flowers, we talked about it obviously with the receiving properly, like that. But when it comes to Zay Flowers, just looking at some touchdown regression to kind of kick in for him. So, when you look at receivers with the highest number of targets, receiving yards, and rece- receptions to not score a touchdown. It's Zay Flowers. Like he leads all those categories. So the more yards, the more time you touch the ball, you're just more likely to score. And the fact that he has nine red zone touches over the, f- the last five weeks of the year, including carries, like they're trying to get this guy the ball near the red zone. I, I can't imagine they're like, oh yeah, let's throw it to Odell Beckham again in the f- in the end zone. Yeah, that's not happening again. So I think Zay Flowers is a really good opportunity here. And I only think you can sprinkle in some first touchdown with Zay Flowers. You look at the Ravens, they've scored the first touchdown, all five of their games. They've mostly been rushing touchdowns, but we know that we pointed out Titans' weakness is in the pass, not against the run. So I think that you could wake up even earlier. 9.35, you could wake up. Cash. Zay Flowers first touchdown. You're feeling great about the entire Sunday slate.
0: It's a good way to start the day. Don't forget, everybody, also, make sure you're using the bet cheat sheet here because it's got all of the... Uh, Prop bets there for every single game. You can filter them very easily on the app or on bettingpros.com. You could also see the Fantasy Pros projections right next to them. And then, of course, where you get the best line. It's right there for you. So sync all your sports books. Use the tools at Betting Pros because they are phenomenal. Uh, And just to recap what everybody's in on this week, we got the touchdown calls of Jamar and Zay Flowers. I'll go two tutties for Jamar. That's how confident I am. Uh, we've got Erickson in on the Devonta Smith over four and a half receptions. Jerome Ford under 35 and a half rushing yards. Ramondre over 12 and a half. carries, Zach Moss under 45 and a half rushing yards. And Josh Palmer under 53 and a half rushing yards. Monaco is in on gardner Mincher over one and a half. Tuddies, we've got Zay Flowers over 56 and a half receiving. Addison over 51 and a half receiving. Kyron Williams over 56, excuse me, 65 and a half uh, receiving yards. And then Logan Thomas over 36 and a half. You'd be uh. actually just say Scott Bogman would be very proud of you, Alex Monaco, our own Scott Bogman, because life is too short for unders and you've got none of them this week. So uh, everybody make sure you go follow this man over on social media because he does a phenomenal job uh, at Alex underscore Monaco. Check out his work at the volume network. Follow him on Instagram too. He does hilarious videos. He's got the cojones to interview jet fans on New Jersey transit. That alone, my friends, I told him I love that video. It was so fun. Follow him on there. Go check out his work at the Volume Network. It's a great show. He's a fantastic uh, betting personality and a good dude, a good Italian, a good cousin. Uh, and no, Erickson, we're not related. Although we might be. You never know. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Alex and Andrew, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Pros.